0: Give me fug, give me fag, give me double tada zah! Shut Metallica turned into a circus actor! Ellie sucks! Can I say something that I think is bullshit?
1: Durham Fool, idiot? Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now yeah, you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine.
0: Alcoholica. When I talked about digging a hole in fucking Durham, smoking hash through the ground
2: Hi, this is Chloe Trujillo and you're listening to End Podcast for All.
3: Welcome back to the podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, I want you to know I consider myself very lucky this week. And why is that? For once, the stars have aligned where I'm not working. I do not have tickets to the show. And as I drove by the venue tonight, I realized tomorrow night, Jeff Tate from Queensryche is performing Empire in its entirety. And I'm actually home for it
2: g off dude
3: that is awesome i i am so pumped i it's just one of those things where you're not planning on and it
2: happens you're like fuck yeah this is gonna be the best night of the year those are literally the best moments when you never plan it out and it's just spontaneous you know it'll probably end up being an amazing show and dude can still belt it it's at a club about the size of the doghouse in maplewood oh man so, i mean you could still fit a good you know what three 400 people in there 300 loud people that'll be i'd say th- that'll be fun i'd say 300 is probably max cap so probably yeah. maybe a good chance of saying hello to him and hey and you know what jeff it's time to come on a podcast for all we both share the same name granted we spell it a little bit different but hey that's all right his is cooler i mean it's a little bit more like sophisticated it's like the The Winnie the Pooh meme when he has like the little monocle and the top hat. (laughs) That's that's the G off spelling. I'm just the regular, you know, red shirt Winnie the Pooh. When you have a monocle, that's the sign of making it like the Monopoly guy. (laughs) Like yeah, Mr. Monopoly. (laughs) Well, you know what, I'm I'm glad that your week is going well because last week my week didn't go so well. We didn't really talk much last week. Uh, We talked about album covers that was recorded over a week ago. What's going on? I seriously haven't talked to you. It's funny. I think fate caught up to me with my job and finally got into a car accident. Whoa. Granted, granted, it was not my student's fault. Someone rear-ended us. We were at a dead stop, and they hit us at about 40 miles an hour. The driving
3: instructor and the student crashed I, I did not want to say burn. Did not burn. W- yeah, we did burn. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to find a segue into crash course in brain surgery, but it was an epic
2: fail, <laughs> and I didn't even come close, so you got totally toasted from behind. Yeah, yeah, they clipped us good, and what's crazy is it sounds like it was a uh, potential robbery, you know, what? some kind of robbery, and the car was stolen, and they were trying to get away from... So they were trying to, like, disable you and then fucking jack you? No, 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 no! Like they oh, had, they okay. they had took off from like a store or something because they had just robbed it and they were because tra- they hit and run. They just kept going. The dollar store, It must have been Dollar General. How much damage? Enough to you know it, it it fucked up the rear of the car pretty good. Bumper was all messed up. Popped the tire, ripped the hub cap off. I mean, wow! Got it pretty, got it pretty good. Had the car to get towed, and yeah, they just kept going. Didn't even worry about us. We were, I mean, I was fine. I was making sure my student was fine, but she was pretty riled up. I feel bad. But notice how all I've asked about so far is the robbery and the condition of the car. I'm not
3: even worried about you.
2: Yeah, well, that was fine. They were like, Do you want a <laughs> couple of days off? I was like, I want a car tomorrow so I can wow. go back to work. The Corolla has seen better days. We were
3: just talking about the Corolla last week and that good. <laughs> I think we were talking about how fast it heats up. It
2: kept me safe, so I guess I can't complain. I, to, Toyotas, you know, they, they run, they're
3: workhorses. So when you get rear-ended at 40 miles an hour, does the student pass that day's lesson?
2: Uh, Yeah, needless to say, I don't think she'll be coming back anytime soon. It's
3: like, okay, here's what happens you get rear-ended. You, you pull over, you exchange numbers, you show your insurance, you call the police, and none of
2: that Except happened. There, no, <laughs> not, not, we didn't get to do any of that. We got sh- thrown into an intersection, and then there was literally a cop coming up the crossroad right next to us. So I flagged him down. I was like, yo, I'm like, hit and run wow. that way. Dude takes off, hauling ass, and the people turned right into Minneapolis. We were on the border of St. Anthony of course they in did. Minneapolis, and he was a St. Anthony cop, so he couldn't pursue into Minneapolis. Imagine that. Well,
3: Minneapolis doesn't prosecute criminals anymore, so why not flee to there?
2: Yeah, exactly. Fucking Minneapolis.
3: Speaking of Minneapolis, our guest tonight is from Minnesota. sort Another Minnesotan, don't you know? And he's a little maybe on the younger side as a Metallica fan.
2: Maybe you taught him the drive. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll have to find out his age, but I, I don't I don't think I taught him. I thought you taught everyone in Minnesota, just you. Yeah, yep, I I do. I, I teach every single person.
3: Oh, dude. So you're going to be dealing with insurance claims and police reports, and I'm just
2: going to be rocking out tomorrow night with Mr. Tate. Well, I've, I've already done that. I've already talked to the police. This was, I got my statements and all of that all aligned everything is all good
3: whenever i'm alone i'm thinking there's a part missing from my life
2: always say good i love it where this, is, this is karaoke karaoke
3: without your love <laughs> holding me together now watching the time
0: tick tick
2: away i'm ready so you said he's performing Empire in its entirety? Yes. Man, I hope that he plays that album, and I hope you get to hear some other classics, like, got to hear I Don't Believe in Love. Yep. Revolution, I mean. And I hope before
3: Jet City starts,
2: there's a tape that goes,
3: next message. <laughs> or sorry, after Jet City.
2: Yeah, is in that. Is that what he said?
3: There's a two-ton heavy thing.
2: Yeah. There's some good jams. Oh, I mean, dude. Queensrike was great. I loved Operation Mind Crime. Loved loved Empire, obviously.
0: Next message. Saved Saturday at nine twenty-four PM. Sorry, I'm just it's starting to hit me like a um um two ton
3: heavy thing. There's so many deep tracks on Empire and everyone only knows Jet City, but that Elm is dynamite.
2: Yeah, I know. I love Empire. Uh, Another Rainy night's obviously a great song. Yes, You know, Silent Lucidity, everybody knows that song too. That and Jet City, I feel like those are like two of the most popular songs. Yeah, but Silent's like nothing else matters. It's like you can skip that. Even in like their earlier stuff like Rage for Order, you know, you have Walk in the Shadows. That was such a great song. You know, it would be cool if you pulled that out. I mean, that's a that's a deeper cut.
3: I like how you said Rage because that's going to segue into today's mm-hmm. announced Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh not inductees but uh nominations
2: yeah i saw the list and i gotta say out of that whole entire list i voted for three you know who i'm pulling for you know who i'm pulling for for number one duran duran yeah right m&m bro yeah that's not on my list that was that was my number one pick of the whole list i'm
3: going for duran duran Rage Against Jeff's Machine, Mm -mm. and
2: Mm -mm. they didn't didn't get a vote, and Judas Priest
3: has to get in.
2: Yeah, I agree. Has to. No, I was going Eminem, Judas Priest, Lionel Richie.
3: I'm elected electric spy. I'm protected electric eye.
2: If I could have voted for a a fourth one though, it would have definitely been New York dolls because man, they were legendary. They are. I I give them credit. Just, they should probably well, be because d- they've been spunked for so long. For so long. And I mean, think of, you know, the era in which they came up and the the style of music. I mean, it was definitely much more of like, you know, that punk rock vibe. And I mean, it's just I don't know. I feel like they deserve more credit for what they did. I'll add them to the list. Did I tell you I read uh, Rob Helford's book? Yeah, you did.
3: Yeah. Wow. I finished it about a couple days ago.
2: Yeah, he's. Uh, I think you you told me that you were in the process of reading it, but yeah, it's good. I, I would definitely check it out. I mean, that dude has seen some things. He's had some drinks and saw some things. He's had some cocks too. <laughs> well, that's yeah. He's had quite a few. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the stories from the road and uh truck stop bathroom stalls are more than
2: let's just say interesting. Oh, so Halford and the truckers going to Poundtown or what? He actually knew what truck stops had
3: some gay action in them and planned a tour around those cities.
2: Wow, that is that's in depth. That's that's committed. That's committed. Is, it when, is this back when nobody knew that he was gay yet? They were on their second tour, so he yeah. was starting to have to be careful
3: about where he was and if he was going to get recognized or not, and I, I highly recommend reading it. It's it's a great story. It, he's, he's a great guy. Just Oh, yeah. It, All the respect. It's got to be tough. It's got to be tough to keep that quiet when you're in that big of a spotlight for, shit, 30, 40 years.
2: Well yeah, and you know being a metal singer there, you know, there's the stigma be- behind being a rock star oh, yeah. and all that, but you know, I felt like terrible for him cuz he's living that secret for so long. Yeah, no. I I would definitely I would check it out cuz I have a lot of respect for Halford and Priest and just oh, everything that awesome. they've done for music. I mean, it is <laughs> words can't even be- begin to describe, you know, Priest motorhead like they're on a whole nother level yep when it comes to the influence that they have brought to the music community it's a it's a great book a fun
3: book he's got a great sense of humor and they definitely belong in the rock hall no questions asked yep I agree I agree I haven't talked to you for two weeks what's your Super Bowl prediction
2: well I'm not gonna lie I kind of thought the bucks were going mm-hmm. and now poor Tom. No, I don't want to say poor. He's too. not I'm poor. More like, I'm conflicted because I feel like going out the way he did, like, I don't know, you don't make it to the Super Bowl and then you just decide to retire. Not that he has anything left to prove, but I really thought he was going to go out with an eighth Super Bowl ring. I did too, I really but did. when you're worth $500 million,
3: you're 42 years old <laughs> and your body probably has some aches and pains and you're living in beautiful, warm
2: Florida, you're probably like, ah, it's time to hang it up. So you know, scratch the Super Bowl for a minute. Now that he's officially retired, I mean, he's definitely going to go down in history as the greatest quarterback of all time. One of them. I mean, who could really top him skill wise? Oh, I just, I have I mean, a- there were some great guys. I mean, Aikman, Montana. I was just gonna say, me being a Forty Nine er fan,
3: and by the way, being a Forty Nine er fan, I was a Forty Nine er fan well before I knew who Metallica was. So it has nothing to do with the Bay Area or <laughs> any of that San Francisco bullshit. Okay. You're a Steve Young fan. (laughs) Steve Young, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, Joe Montana, Ronnie Lott, uh, George Seifert, amazing coach. I'm a 49ers fan as a kid, so I love them beating up on Green Bay. And I'm bummed. Powerhouse. Yeah, I'm bummed they're not
2: going to be in, but they had a hell of a season. Even to beat Green Bay was huge. That was was a good win. There are some pretty last minute kind of, you know, nail biters as far as playoffs so far this year. It's been it's been oh, a good year. Great playoffs. I guess we gotta uh, talk
3: about some Metallica nuisances as a Metallica podcast.
2: I mean, yeah, we could go on for days about football. sports, you know. And,
3: by the way, I'm taking the Bengals. Or I should say I want the
2: Bangles to win. I'm not taking them. It's gonna be a that's gonna be a hard venture for them. I wouldn't mind seeing it. It would definitely I, I feel like Nobody would, I don't want to say nobody, but, you know, quote unquote, nobody would expect it.
3: And in the post-game Super Bowl celebration, they can just say, Cincinnati, squish them all. Squish them all.
2: Squish them all.
3: (laughs) Are you listening, Joe Barrow? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Do you hear me? The sad news of the week, not much Metallica
2: news, but Johnny Z has left the building. Yes, rest in peace to a legend. Dude, could you imagine? Can you imagine, like, discovering what is the biggest metal band of all time? The biggest band of all time on top of the other
3: probably 50 bands that have had recognizable names he's discovered and signed and, and, you know, gambled the house on them. That leads
2: us to the big what if. What if he didn't discover Metallico? What would have become... What if Johnny never got that... What if he would
3: have never got that first tape from Lars? Where would that have ended up? Who would have skipped over him? Who would have said, this is crap?
2: What what would have happened? They would have got Lloyd and Ron back, and (laughs) they would have taken over the world, and they would have been even bigger than they are now. I don't know.
3: It's that big what (laughs) if. Would they have the... It is. Would they have the funding? Would they have the backing? Would they have the support to... Go to Rochester, New York and record Kill. Would Dave still be in the band if, if they had to wait a couple more years? You never know.
2: What do you mean I can't get to work on time? Got nothing better to do? I think in a parallel universe, there is that that situation that pans out of Metallica never meeting, meeting him. And who knows? Maybe they're big. Maybe they just went on to be Carpenters. Just think what the four of them would have done If it would have never happened Lars probably would have moved back to Denmark Probably would have tried to be A a tennis player A little Danish tennis player Yeah but when he said he moved to LA He was like king dog shit on his block (laughs) You remember that quote? Yeah I do I still think of the big what if What if Dave would have never left the band I was just watching some videos of him You know just doing playthroughs uh, it was a recent one that he did cause he had his Gibson V on and he's playing symphony of destruction. Very, very easy song. You, you see the power chords in the verse, you see him do, you know, a little bit of riffing in the pre-chorus, but then he gets to the chorus. It's a very simple chord progression, but the way he outlines chords and the way he puts the, the structure together, it just makes me think, God damn, What if he would have stayed in Metallica because his writing capabilities Mm -hmm. and the way his mind works is just, I don't want to say so superior to Metallica because it's definitely not superior. But I just, man, it would have been cool to see what him and James Mm -hmm. and and Lars would have come up with 15 years down the line. You know what I mean?
0: Bow down to your
3: sweating bullets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm
3: gonna shut oh, up for the man. night. I've, 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 I've taken the spotlight. It's time to talk to our guest tonight. You can keep saying 16 mi- Our intros keep getting longer every week. It's getting out of control. Do
2: you have any free speech for the dumb this week? I do. Maybe we can maybe we can include our guest into that. Okay, because I was gonna say I definitely do, and it came to me in the last half an hour before we signed on, scrolling through the internet. It's unbelievable. There's some good stuff, or should I say some really bad stuff, in in the news this week. There are. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to put up with you. Two Minnesotans versus one Floridian. You ready for this? You're a Minnesotan at heart. I'll get you some lutefisk for when you come back on up here, and we'll enjoy the proper Minnesotan way. I want a charcuterie board, now that I know what that is.
3: Charcuterie. Character board. Character you board, got it. as the Winslow's call it.
2: <laughs> you got it.
3: All right, Season 7, Episode 5 from Harris, Minnesota. That's just north of you, Jeff, on that old interstate system. Yeah, it might be even colder there than it is here. You ready to rock? Yeah, I am. All right, Harris, Minnesota, Episode 5 and Season 7, Mr. Jake Tower. What's up, Jake?
1: Not much, guys. How are you guys doing?
3: I'm warm. You guys are freezing your ass off. Jake,
2: you're in Harris?
1: Uh, actually, in Lionel Lakes. Oh. I'm originally from Harris, so.
2: Oh, Lionel, he's not far from me at all. I'm in Spring Lake Park. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A- anytime I hear Lionel yep. Lakes, I just picture a prison. Yep, the prison.
1: Actually, I can <laughs> nearly see the prison from my house.
3: So you yep. could just turn yourself in without even getting in the car sometime.
2: Yep, there's a... Hey, what's he, what's he turning himself in for? For hitting you rear-ending you going 40 miles an hour. It's only illegal until you get caught. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you sound like you have a lot of experience in that department. I've never done anything illegal. Never. I'm just a, I'm just an innocent city boy. By the way, speaking of
3: what somewhat illegal was, we got a lot of emails today about you smoking weed out of that apple.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> it was a hit.
3: People loved it. Quite a few messages about it.
2: Oh, good, man. Good. I love it. It was a good time. I miss Italy. I can't wait to go back. No smoking
3: the weed out of the apple. Uh... Jake, how long am I a Metallica fan?
1: I don't know, probably around eight or nine ish. That's kind of wow. the first time I started hearing them. I didn't really actually start getting into them until I was about twelve, thirteen. I would say that's right when on. that's when I started, you know, being able to kind of pick my own music and all that. And they were kind of right up there.
3: In your uh, email to us on in podcastrel at gmail dot com, you said you can't wait to talk about the time when you and your friend couldn't wait for Lulu to come out. I got to admit, we don't hear that that much. <laughs>
2: you guys probably got really excited and then you <laughs> heard it, and then you got really, really disappointed. I don't know that's oh, my, my guess oh. that's just my guess I think we should i think he should tell us that story because i need to I need to know
1: I, I think you hit, you hit the nail on the head there Jeff because uh <laughs> I'm kind of on the younger side I'm only twenty five it was high school still when uh Lulu came out, and that was the first record kind of after I started really getting into Metallica. So I was super excited for it. I was like, you know, this Metallica, you know. So I'm pretty sure they released it the same way they did Hardwired and that on YouTube, I believe. Yes,
3: yes, you're right.
1: And uh, so I didn't even have a computer at that time. And so I went over to my buddy Danny's house after that, you know, the day it was going to come out and whatnot. We started listening to it in the first song. Like They released The View, I guess, maybe like a day earlier or something like that. Yep. I'm like, okay, if if the rest of the album is a little different than this, okay, maybe I can handle this. But then like you get the songs He's like, like who
2: Who the fuck is this Lou Reed guy?
1: Who's Junior Dad? I was just gonna say Junior Dad and it's like a nineteen minute song, and I'm like, what the you know, what the fuck is going on?
2: And well, and it doesn't make any sense because it's just repetitive. Like I I just recently actually heard that song for the first time (laughs) shane shane needed it and uh yeah no i i I listened through it a little bit and i i just kept fast forward and i'm like all right so is the song gonna start it just is 19 minutes
3: it's like what is this dream theater fleetwood mac what the hell
2: yeah but it's like is it 19 minutes of dream theater's intro tape because it literally just sounds like it's like about to like Build up and then nothing ever happens. It's like the most anticlimactic thing I've ever heard in my life. And I didn't even listen to all of it.
1: (laughs) No, no. We, we, needless to say, we didn't get through all the songs. And oh my gosh, (laughs) there were, there were so many jokes between our friends group after that because me and my other buddy were so excited and just. Just
2: pumped, and everyone's just ripping on you, Jake? Yeah. Everyone's laughing at you. They're like, wow, you're you're hyping up this Metallica band, and then they put that out? Like, you got us into that? Really?
1: Really? Yup. It was always the line, God, one of the songs, he says something along the lines of, like, Tiny Dog with a Little Dick or something like that, and...
3: Yes. (laughs) Jeff's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No
1: idea. (laughs)
2: Never heard it in my life, and I don't want to. I... (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I've I never heard a song all the way start to finish. Maybe one, but I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know the name of it.
3: At, at right. least people know that the cover art
2: for Lulu is above the Black
3: Album in Shane Obershaw's world.
2: Hey, the cover art is better than the album itself. <laughs>
1: I agree with that.
3: Just think, you we listen to a song like Injustice for All, it's just shy of 10 minutes, and you're like, that's a badass song, but it's long. Now, take Junior Dad, that's mm, not a badass song, and it's 19 minutes. How many people actually take
2: in the whole 19 minutes? We should put that out as a poll. I will say that when it comes to Dream Theater's long songs, like they have a song called Octavarium, it's 24 minutes long. I will listen to that song start to finish multiple times. It do- doesn't bother me one bit. 24 minutes, it's a musical journey, it's a masterpiece, but instrumental. No, they're singing. Okay. No, I would never listen to a 24 minute instrumental. That's like jazz or classical or anything, but. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard it. I'm not the biggest Dream Theater fan. They have, I'm just saying, they have lots of songs that are 15, 20, all the way up to 24 minutes long. And I have no problem listening to a song that long, is basically what I'm saying. But Junior Dad. Like, come on, if you're going to put out a 19-minute song, it's got to be more than just mm, through the whole song. It just sounds like fucking, Ugh. I swear, it's not good. I don't get what they were thinking or what they were smoking, and maybe maybe they should share it with us. Maybe when you buy the record, whatever they were smoking, there should be a little J in the fucking sleeve. Make says, the time go by. Spark this, and you'll hear what we're hearing. Make the time go by. Mm-hmm something something i don't know do dream
3: theater albums only have like four songs on them
2: no i they did they did a record that was two cd's it was like 38 songs
3: yeah but when you have 24 minute songs there's not much room on the cassette or the cd to fit all that the the
2: album that the cassette the album that has still got the 24 minute song is i think it has eight songs on that record Octavarium. okay just checking they're long albums i mean i'm just telling the world right now
3: i do not own one dream theater album hey that's all right i I know the stuff but i just don't i don't know what albums are on i'm like 24 minutes that's going to really limit your uh production time there
2: the unencumbered version i guess when you're a bunch of aliens because that's what they are they're they're not from this planet um i guess they can just kind of do whatever they want jake how many shows have you seen
1: the second show of the 40th was my 10th show. So, nice. Younger guy, so I'm getting into it late. A lot of guys stand in line. God, one guy I was talking to, he's been to like 90-some shows, and it's like...
3: Whew. Yeah, they're out there. There's some strange cats
2: out there that have done that.
1: How many shows you guys made it to? <laughs> I, I think I've heard Shane say, but I don't know if I've heard Jeff.
2: I've only been to... This is going to come to probably a big surprise. A lot of people have Metallica three times. Wow. Yep.
3: You're the co-host of a podcast for all with three shows
2: under your belt. Yep. Isn't that sad? I think we
3: should trade you out for Jake.
2: (laughs) I'm not too bummed about it. You've seen some good shows. The thing is, is I wish that I could travel more and follow them around and see shows. It's just, it doesn't work Mm -hmm. out for me that way. And plus, you know, I've seen them. I know what it's like, and I will definitely go see them more when I can. The way I see it is you don't have to see a bunch of shows to either know nope. or like a band. You know what I mean? You don't need
3: to see any shows, in my opinion. Jeff
2: has also played 500-plus tribute band shows, so that's a lot of touring, too. Right. <laughs> right. So I've played their music <laughs> lots and lots and lots and lots of times.
3: Jake, night one or night two of the 40th, what was your favorite?
1: Definitely night one. Just hearing Fixer right on. Trapped and getting Orion in there, too, I mean... I'd never heard any of those songs before, and they were all kind of on my list already. So,
2: yeah, buddy. I mean, you can you can't go wrong if you hear "Trapped in in the Set" and and,
1: and Bread Fan too. Huh? Yes, what? sir.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Notice how he just jabbed at you, just
3: so gently, Jeff. I love it.
2: <laughs> oh man, Lionel Maybe... Lakes
3: just took a jab. Jab another one in Spring Lake Park.
2: <laughs> you know, I I think we can disconnect him from this conversation. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Speaking of oh, now, do you think Pizzle still listens to us? I was just about <laughs> to say that. Like literally, you took the words right out of my mouth. I haven't I heard say, from wonder, him in months. Yeah, I I wonder if he still listens to us, Pizzle. If you're listening to us, the moment you hear this on this episode, send a group text and say yes, I still listen to you guys. Because he'll do it. He'll send do us it. A telegram if he hears it.
3: or Morse code.
2: <laughs> Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> Can you send us a fucking a pigeon carrier? <laughs> Oh, I forgot to talk
3: about it. Uh, last week, we announced Milwaukee, Dubuque, in Las Vegas. We have another show to announce. Oh, my God. Don't quote me. I think it's March 25th, Destin, Florida.
2: Yeah, I think it is the 25th. Saturday, right?
3: Like, just over a month away. Destin, Florida at Club LA, Destin, Florida. Jeff doesn't know this yet, but we're going to play Fixer, Trapped, <laughs> Bread Fan, uh, The Prince, the price. Crash course <laughs> in brain surgery, escape, and call it Cthulhu. He doesn't know it yet, but he'll find out when the lights go down and he sees the set
2: list. Well, <laughs> you better start practicing. I thought it was on a Saturday. Is it on Friday or Saturday?
3: Saturday, March 26th, Club LA, Destin, Florida. In my Alrighty. Eight capacity, 800. So we want at least 799 people there.
2: Actually, I want 798. Okay. I'm, we're adding Fixer. Jake brought it that's, up. We're playing. It. Hell yeah. I, Jake, do you think that we should play Fixer even though In Florida? Shane lives in Florida. We live in Minnesota. It's time. And we've never played it before. It's time. Yeah. Better yet, should I pull an Outlaw Torn and not even play it until the day of the show? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Outlaw went great the first time we played it. Yeah, and you're it was, not pl- and you're not playing it, it on a flawless. yellow Les Paul either. It was flawless the first time we played Outlaw. It was. Just saying.
1: Hell yeah. Why not? You guys should go for it.
2: <laughs> Jake, what else did you do in San Fran for the weekend?
1: Uh, not a whole lot this time. We kind of just, you know, seen the basic sites. We went up to the Metallica Mansion and that, and then we went up to their HQ. and Nice. I don't know. My brother got kind of sick from flying the night of the concert, Ooh. and he was kind of sick all the next day, so. What?
2: That's not fun. Those damn airlines. Yeah. They're born, and country. he'll be just fine. <laughs> Oh, Sun Country! <laughs> wow, We're, well, we, taking a jab at you now.
3: You, did Sun wow, Country get you known, sick?
2: <laughs> who would have known that Jake would come on our show and it would turn into a Comedy Central roast where he just starts fucking? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick at you guys. Okay,
1: I'll I'll, I'll give credit to the the pilot on the way back, <laughs> but the pilot out there, uh, it probably it wasn't even his fault. I imagine
2: <laughs> it was sure. one of Shane's friends, <laughs> right? <laughs>
3: Wow, There's probably some
2: guy editing a podcast episode.
3: Probably <laughs> Taking <notes>. forty thousand <laughs> feet making a an albums for all list. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sun Country got your brother sick, so he couldn't enjoy the weekend. And then you were also out there with your dad.
1: I'm one of seven kids, and like four or five wow. of us wanted to go out there with my dad, but uh, you know shit's so expensive. You know, flying out oh, there God, yeah. and the two tickets, it, it's it's ridiculous.
3: That city is spendy. Are, is the whole family metalheads?
1: Uh pretty much. My Cool. Uh, a couple of my most of my older siblings are and a couple of my younger. I got one younger sister who's kind of not into it yet. She likes them. she just doesn't know it yet. But
2: she just doesn't know. It. <laughs> good answer.
1: <laughs> I was only able to kind of afford two tickets at the time, so my plan was to take uh my brother, twin brother to one show and then my dad to the another one.
2: Kind of Twin brother? There's two of you?
1: Uh, not identical, but yes.
3: I've always wanted to have a twin. Is it is it as cracked up as it sounds to
2: be?
1: It's it's pretty cool. You know, I remember. It seems cool. Oh, uh, A lot of times, uh, we never really went on vacation, but we always rode around in the old uh, van, kind of taking day trips around Minnesota and that. And when we were mm-hmm. younger, me and him were actually buckled in the same bucket seat. We had uh, one of those vans with, like, the captain's chairs. And me and him were nice. sharing a bucket a bucket seat. That's, that's <laughs> a way to roll.
3: <laughs> if I had a twin brother, I'd always play that trick where, like, you date the same chick and see if they notice. <laughs> Does that ever go down?
1: Uh, no, no, because well, we're not identical. So He said
2: he said they're not identical.
1: I'm so sorry. I,
3: I'm sorry I missed that part. But if I had an identical twin, I think. Right. Just think of how many people you could totally just fuck with and pull that off.
2: Oh, I would. Like, I you're going to show up to class
3: today. You're going to take a final exam for me. You're going to go to this job interview, and then I'll work the job, and then we're both going to date this chick.
2: Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> both going to date this chick. <laughs> That's some Rob Helford shit right there. <laughs> yeah, we're both going to date this dude, is what he would say.
3: <laughs> no, that wasn't a gay joke, just just some good comedy. Some good I didn't uh, say
2: it was a gay joke. You said it that would be Rob Helford and I'm just saying that Rob was into dudes, not into chicks. So, I mean, there's nothing Rob gay d- joke about it. Rob but. did do chicks though. I know, in the beginning or earlier on in his career. Actually, later on.
3: Oh, was it later on? Yep, this big Judas Priest fan uh, got him involved in a threesome with his wife. Wow. Imagine that. Batting for
2: both teams, just like Elton. (laughs) Elton hanging out with Axel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: What were we talking about? Oh, Sun Country Airlines getting Jake's brother sick.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Motion sickness. It was, it, it's not it's not turbulence. It's rough air, as they call
1: right. it.
3: That's what Delta calls it because they're afraid to say turbulence
2: because they'll get sued. If we encounter rough air, it's like, come on, you pussies. And it's ridiculous. Rough air is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, but I do like Delta, so I can't really get too upset. You high-maintenance flyer, you. Hey, I mean, nothing wrong with getting some sky miles, bro. that's right, that's yeah. true.
3: and the TV and the headrest that's that's a damn rare thing these days.
2: You know that's a damn rare thing these days <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that <laughs> of that satellite uh, TV right yeah I like I like being able to track where I am why what are you gonna do about it? I don't know. on the way to Milan, it was really nice because I could just sit there and stare at the screen. I've
3: never understood people that complain that they don't have a route map to know
2: where they are in the air because it's like why what are you gonna do about it just sit there i'm not complaining i'm saying i like it oh okay i've had people i've had people complain to me that we don't have a route map in route if i was complaining it would be nope they didn't have it never flying it again that sounds like something pizzle (laughs) would say that's why i said it like that (laughs) worst experience of my life never flying there again that's
3: why we make an announcement the flight today is four hours and 14 minutes so just Pay attention to your watch, and you'll know when you're going to get there. I don't know why people need to know what they're flying over.
2: Well, maybe they're curious if they're flying over the Grand Canyon or something. They can look out their window and see nothing. Right.
3: Well, when you see the world's biggest goddamn hole, you'll know you're over it.
1: (laughs) Second biggest.
2: Hey, the. (laughs) Did you hear Jake? (laughs) Yeah. Second biggest. (laughs) I'm just saying the ocean at nighttime. Wow. What a view of pure black. (laughs)
3: Which is another reason why you need to know where you are, because you know you're over the Atlantic for at least six
2: hours. Dude, I hate flying over the ocean. I'm just saying. Why? I really can't. Because there's nothing underneath me but water. I don't like There's nothing underneath
3: you but land when you're over Kansas as well, bro.
2: Yeah, but you know what? If I go down in Kansas, there's probably some people nearby. If I go down in the middle of the Atlantic, who the fuck is nearby? Wilson, Wilson? maybe. Yeah. Boats. Yeah. What... What boat? The Titanic? No, oh, there's shipping ships along the way at night on those routes. You're maybe you're good. What if I end up what if we end up in some remote little island off the coast of Timbuktu? You'll have a volleyball with Wilson's face, and then you can pretend you're Tom Hanks flying for FedEx. And I'll be stuck on the island with you and the rest of the crew. Or what if I'm the only one that survives? Fuck. That would be that would suck.
3: As long as that island has Wi-Fi, the and podcast for all episodes can just keep rolling on out. Weefy.
2: I'll just mm-hmm. call
3: in. Yep. Just call in. Sat phone, what do they call that? Hotspot? Uh, something, you know, I'm not technology. Well, Hotspot, the Wilson Island.
1: <laughs> Wilson Island.
3: What were we talking about? We're going to have to heavily head at this. Go ahead, Jake.
1: I was going to say, then you guys can bring back. Didn't you have uh, songs you would listen to on a deserted island if you could only listen to <laughs> one song? You could bring that back. Yes, that was like 47 t- years ago.
2: Yeah, in the first season, mm-hmm. we were doing the top five desert island songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Wilson. you're referring we,
3: to the "I Disappear" desert. And then, well, we it didn't started off, "I Disappear" it was the island.
2: It started with the island and Wilson. And I remember I picked a six song for Wilson, but then we said, "Fuck that, we're we're ditching that, and we're going we're going to the desert." And my songs today
3: still stand the test of time. Four horse creep, damage Inc. yes sir. For the yeah. rest of your life, Jake. What That's would rough. Jake? Can you fire off five songs right now? Oh jeez! After probably. Sun Country crashes into the
2: Caribbean,
1: <laughs> and I'm the only survivor. Somehow, let me think. Probably. Um. Yeah, Shane
2: didn't survive because he was too busy editing your episode. I was I editing, know. and I'm like, "Whoa, ocean! Up oh, too late."
1: <laughs> I'd probably want to go with like really long songs, so I'd probably pick like Junior Dad right now. <laughs> Just one song. That that's the only song. <laughs> Sorry,
2: you've exceeded your time limit. You can only have the one song.
1: <laughs> oh. And justice for all. Yes, um, that was in my. La torn fixer. That was probably in mine. Yep. Yep. Cthulhu.
3: You're a, you're a keeper, dude. You can hang out on the island with us. That's we're gonna get along.
2: No instrumentals. Yeah, but you need length, dude. You're there for the rest for of your all life,
1: long or something. Then.
2: Okay. I cool thing. maybe. Okay. I was thinking, like, last caress, am I evil, live version, uh, you know. And it's over in five minutes. <laughs> yep. There we go. Hard die, die, darling. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Motor breath, ZZ top. Z- <laughs> That's how you said motor breath, by the way.
2: Well, I mean, I was in the right era for saying it that way. That's true. That's yep. true. And you picked up on it. Well done, golf clap. All oh, the things I know about you.
3: Of course you don't tell me for two weeks you got rear-ended, but I can tell that you're in a cliff-em-all phase when you're talking right now. I mean... Which one of me are you talking to? Which
2: one, exactly.
3: Jake, speaking of the 40th, you just happened to be our victim for the Metallica trivia that uh, I endured in San Francisco that week with I was Shirazi. You, you want to partake in a little jump in the fire and we can wrap
2: up the uh, last round that everybody heard that fabulous weekend
1: yeah I'll, I'll give it a shot all right yes
2: i i love it he was he was optimistic with that so you know he also no, no, sorry go ahead i was gonna say no slam on any of our other guests but you know they're always they kind of downplay <laughs> what they're gonna be they're like ah oh, I, I mean yeah I, I don't think i'm gonna do that great but right. yeah i'll do it where he was just like yeah let's <laughs> do it you know <laughs> i like
3: it and when jake emailed us at a podcast gmail.com he even said hey i'll take a stab at the trivia too so what better way to wrap up the San Francisco Mm -hmm. trivia than someone that really wants to do it and I have to say half these questions I think are easy and half of them are really fucking tough
2: (laughs) watch perfect I'm hoping right. I'm not jinxing you, but watch the the one guy that actually wants to take a stab right. at the trivia does the worst, and then all <laughs> the guys who think they're gonna suck is the ones that do the best. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to jinx you. You might actually do very very. No, let's go keep good. the standards <laughs> low,
1: so I can exceed yeah. So them. then
2: he's like he's like at least if I score fifty percent, that's better than what I thought. Exactly. Oh my <laughs> god.
3: <laughs> Alright, we're jumping in the fire. Season 7, episode 5. The last and final round from the San Francisco Stefan Shirazi trivia. These are all going to be tracks, samples, and songs, Jake. This is what they call the uh, audio round. Okay. Jeff, you have your list?
2: Uh, yeah, yes, I do.
3: I'd prefer, so we can edit this a lot easier, that Jeff asked the question and I'll play the tracks because the way I have the setup on my phone is an absolute fucking nightmare. Like, I got rear-ended at 40 miles an hour in a Toyota Corolla.
2: <laughs> oh, oh boy. So okay.
3: I'm going to be the the sample player, and Jeff is going to be the, the MC,
2: we'll call him. The MC. All right. Round four, jump in the fire. Are you ready, Jake? Yes. Oh, just, yeah. a, just a minute. Okay. Shane is not ready, though. So... A,
3: if you saw how I'm controlling this, it's absolutely embarrassing.
2: He's like, there's one button, and no. it, Ooh, I'm man. not even telling you how I'm doing this because it's that fucked up. <laughs> I I could have probably come up with an easier way for you. Yeah, you could have, but guess what? We did. <laughs> <Nope. laughs> I'm electric. I. He's just gonna sing them all for <laughs> you instead. Nope. that be good. <laughs> I will not put our people through that.
3: I have to do this and then I have to hit pause and then I have to forward it. Okay. Ready to rock, Jake? Oh, yeah. All right. Take it away, Jeff.
2: Question number one. The music video for this song is intercut with scenes taken from what 1971 film? That's one. What movie?
1: Oh, Johnny got his gun.
2: Well done. Well done. That's good volume, by the way, too, right where it's at. You are welcome. I've been practicing all day. I
3: did not (laughs) even. I've been practicing. (laughs) I called in sick to make sure that this worked.
2: All right. While Shane's queuing up the next sample, I'm going to read you question number two. James's lyrical content experience in this song revolves around his mother's death. What religion was she devoted to?
1: Ooh. Was it uh,
2: Christian Science? Dude is just <laughs> raking them up. There you go, man.
3: Two for two from Lionel Lakes from the prison.
2: <laughs> Jacob the was going to grab it. He was <laughs> going to go grab a shotgun so you do the. <laughs> I love that footage.
1: Actually,
2: I can go grab it right now. Oh, it's. it's a <laughs> there you go. It's for when he needs to shoot a moose out in the prison yard. <laughs>
3: Oh, you're thinking of Moose Lake? That's up north.
2: You're right. That's even further. Mm-hmm. It's now. It's cold up there.
3: Two for two from Stefan's hardest round of the SFL trivia, and I have to find this one. Go ahead, Jeff.
2: All right, question three. Yep, question number three. This song's lyrics are inspired by what film starring Jack Nicholson? That's
1: One Flew of the Cuckoo's chest.
2: Kicking ass! I love that movie. By the that way, That is a great such movie. a great movie, such a great movie. Oh, I can't. Oh wait man, for this, this next is... question I cannot. I was going to say this next question is, it is so Jake's awesome.
1: Question? Yes. <laughs> a real test, huh? Oh yeah. This is tough. Let's,
2: let's let's see if you did
3: your homework. By the way, the dream team who won this contest
2: barely came up with this answer. So Uh-oh. let's see if Jake can complete the dream team. All right. Question number four The following clip is taken from what song? It's really simple if you're a diehard Lulu fan.
1: <laughs> um. There's only like three songs that I even know off of there, so I'm just gonna guess. Would you come to me? Is it Junior Dad? I don't know.
2: (laughs) Oh, look at that dude. Oh, man, you're like Tom Brady. You're like Tom Brady just raking up them wins one after another.
1: I don't know if I should feel good about knowing that or not.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That might be. That might be, you know. Jake's gonna get hate mail for that one. They're gonna say, "I can't believe you actually listened to that." This is such a good song. We're gonna keep it going.
1: Need to get the lighter out. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you come to me?
0: Would you?
3: Not many people me got up? that, by the way.
2: I wonder what people would choose, Lulu or Sane Anger. In well. What 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 kind of question are you asking? What album is better? Saint Anger times a hundred.
1: Yeah, no question there. <laughs> well, I
2: know you. I know you guys think that, but I'm, I wonder. You know, because a, a lot of people really hate Saint Anger, but a lot of people really hate Lulu. I would say Saint Anger dominates Lulu.
1: I think everybody hates Lulu, whereas only like the older portion of most Metallica fans hate Saint Anger.
2: Right. You know what's crazy is after Metallica put out St. Anger, which of course, as everyone knows, I love that record, but most fans probably did not think that it could go downhill even more than that. And it did. Big time. All about the art.
3: Jake is four for four. Let's keep this rolling.
2: (sighs) All right. Question number five. What song is this soloed bass line (laughs) from?
1: I can't think of it. I can I can see Jason on stage playing this.
2: God, I love the sound of that. It's an interesting section
3: that actually they picked. Um, I want to give Jake a hint because Stefan gave us a hint when this was asked. And that hint is, this bass line did not appear on the recorded version. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, hey, hey. <laughs> So you've never heard it before until just now. That's
3: some slamming bass. I All love right. that sound.
2: It's it's fast.
3: Just take oh, a guess. Dude, I love that sound. <laughs> that attack with that pick.
1: I'm at a loss. I, I can't think of it right now.
3: That's okay. The Dream Team got this one wrong.
2: It was Dyer's Eve.
1: That's why I didn't hear it. Exactly. exactly.
2: <laughs> you know what? You can redeem yourself with this one. Okay. This one, you got this. I know you do. What song is this solo drum track from? Oh man, I would have dominated.
1: Obviously, saying anger.
2: Oh, you don't say. How, how could you tell? That sounded like that. That sounded like the Black Album drum set. Just saying.
3: <laughs> when you hear solo drum tracks by themselves, what I just said was totally ridiculous because a solo track is by itself. But anyway, when you hear an isolated drum track. God, that's fucking boring.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I kind of like it. I mean, I wouldn't listen, sit down and listen to it, but I mean, hearing it for a brief moment is, isn't bad. It's like you can't help but make the Lars face too. It's just like.
3: <laughs> you got it. All
2: right, Any guesses, Mr. Tower?
1: Ah, oh, geez.
2: Like educa- oh, geez. We like educated guesses on the show. Right. And it's it's, it's not Ah, oh, geez. Sorry, that song was off Death Magnetic. Sorry, I just, <laughs> Anger.
1: I just had to throw <laughs> a little bit of Minnesota slang in there.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Don't you know? It,
1: all within my hands?
2: Is that your final answer? Yes. It is not all oh, within okay. my hands, unfortunately go go one song further from all within my hands oh wait that goes back to the beginning of the record what an asshole and and that's that's the answer <laughs> oh, okay so so frantic so start, start the start the cd back over okay okay <laughs> no turn the tape around bro yeah turn the tape around mm-hmm. auto reverse listen to this audio clip from M. what song are they about to play
1: They go into Fuel right after this. Dude, that is amazing knowledge right there.
2: (laughs) Redemption, we call that uh, the comeback tour.
1: I've listened to that SNM so many times.
3: Dude, nicely done. That right there, you know, I always refer to like high school diplomas, bachelor degrees, master degrees, doctorate degrees. Mm -hmm. That kind of knowledge right there is doctorate degree metallic (laughs) shit that's good stuff man
1: honestly almost if you take any one of those songs on that album i could probably tell you what song they're gonna go into
3: that's awesome jake nicely
2: done all right next question here's an early version of motor breath which metallica demo is this on
1: No life till leather? Final answer? Yes.
2: It is not. Oh, it's not? No. I didn't know this at all. Listen to the vocals.
3: I love how there's a big delay on it.
2: (laughs) It's off of the demo Power Metal, aka Pantera's greatest album of all time. Power Metal. (laughs)
3: Jake, I said no life to leather as well. I when it comes to those two demos, I'm not good at knowing which ones are on which, and Mr. Bobber work of all people saved our ass with that one.
2: Ah, the Bob signal. Oh <laughs> yeah.
3: Four questions to go. These are the four bonus questions of round 4, and I wish you luck.
2: <laughs> Jeff, I wish you luck too. Oh, you wish me luck? You're going to need it. Alright, James Heffield says The singer of this band Is his all-time favorite What is the name of this band?
0: I feel like
1: I've heard this before
2: I feel like I could hear James singing the song. I would love it if they did a cover of this song. That would be so badass. As you can tell,
3: this got really fucking hard at this point. I was like, uh, uh, I've heard it, but I can't pinpoint the artist, let alone the song. It's a great song.
1: No, but I've, I think I've heard it before, but I, I, I couldn't tell you.
3: I was surprised when we heard that. When we heard that question, because I was thinking it was gonna be like a Motorbreath song,
1: mm. no
3: one, or Aerosmith, or you know the ones he talked about. And then when the track played, I'm like,
2: "What the hell?" Well, it's because I, I feel like you can you can hear where he would get some of his influence. Oh, I absolutely! Could see, I could I could definitely see that.
3: Absolutely! Like I said,
2: that's a great song, and it would be awesome to see Metallica cover it. It is "Love Like Blood" by Killing Joke.
1: Yeah, I've not, never would have got that.
3: <laughs> I don't think anyone in the room got that because when they said the answer we're all like what it's
2: like oh that's one of those songs that you've heard you know at you know right at the gas station on the one hit wonder channel whatever it may be ks95 Um, in
3: minneapolis
2: you just hear it in the background (laughs) like i've heard that song but i have no idea who sings it or what the name of it is Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it's like i heard that in the truck stop bathroom with rob helford (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's great (laughs) All right, next bonus question. Robert Trujillo cited Anthony Jackson, who played bass in this song, as one of his influences. Name the song and artist. It's a great song, too.
3: I thought this was an easy question Not for me
1: Gosh, I've, I've heard this
3: A thousand times, right Jake? <laughs> and that's all we got to hear And I looked around okay. and went, uh oh, oh.
1: okay.
3: <laughs> I remember I turned to Jason Garkowski I said, mm, I think it's about money
2: Yeah, I'd say that might be the title name <laughs> Man, old, like, 70s R&B, soul, just like, when, oh, man, when you
3: hear, hear that bass that and you think oh, of how much God. Rob likes soul, I'm like, that, that makes sense. It's so good. I it's learned a so lot good. this round. A lot of these, I was like, never heard that before. I heard the song, but I never knew that Metallica loved all this.
1: Okay.
2: Any guesses? That,
1: that, 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 is the title money? Money, money, money? Not
2: quite. Not quite. Not quite? It's close, but not quite. <laughs> I said damn close, and Jeff goes, oh, no. No, no. <laughs> not really for the love of money by the ojs as an okay. oj simpson the glove fits <laughs> interesting you must have quit you must quit
3: <laughs> hey jeff i know you're a fan of the show pond stars
2: yeah i didn't mind it, it did you see the stuff.
3: oj bronco on there
2: oh that's right it was on there
3: yep they went they took it around for a spin
2: yeah, I mean, I I would I'd go on the interstate and kick her down to 85, see what she got. Little blood back here. There's a glove. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, what's this little what's this little cassette tape? What is that? Yeah. Is that a it's 92 a little, Bronco? Is that is that a confession? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he conspired. Oh,
3: the juice is free now. Think of that.
2: Hey, you know,
3: in Florida, Good
2: for him. I mean, it's Florida's a great state to be free in. Probably hanging out with Brady. <laughs> Brady and Juice. Just up the road for me. <laughs> yeah, for all you know, Juice could be your neighbor. Could be. That'd be cool. No. He might get one of the new Broncos, a white one. I don't like the new ones. The new ones look kind of like the old school. Not like the sport models. You know, I'm not even a Ford fan, but like the the there's like a little bronco sport which just looks like a pile of shit and then there's like the actual bronco that came out the beefy the actual one. the actual bronco looks pretty decent for a ford but i mean krista was talking about the sport and i'm like oh hell no no not the sport that's that's just like an edge tell her that's what a lesbian drives or sorry an escape <laughs> why are you ripping on lesbians i'm talking about rob Halford all night i'm not ripping on lesbians i just said that's what they drive that's not a rip Mmm, lesbians, yummy. They drive Ford Bronco Sports and Subaru Outback Bajas. A lot of lesbians do drive Outbacks. That's it's like a known thing. <laughs> I swear, and they wear wear Birkenstocks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a thing. Name that it's movie. Okay.
3: Name that movie. Quote. Mmm, lesbians, yummy. Both uh, of you should know this because it was filmed in fucking Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, it should. <laughs>
2: Grumpy old man.
1: Oh okay. and, uh, I was thinking that, but I'm like that
2: Hey Burgess Meredith, he had some of the greatest lines in there. I've laid more pipe than Wabasha plumbing. I think he's gonna take the hot dog
3: up to the bun.
2: <laughs> oh man. It looks like what was uh fun fact most of that movie was actually filmed in Red Wing, not Wabasha. Really? Yeah, or not most of it, but there was a good there was a good majority of it. Wabasha. What was
3: uh, uh, Walter Matthau's stage name or movie name? Oh, in the
2: movie? that movie, uh, he's uh, not Gustafson. That's Jack Lemon. Um, um, but he said something <laughs> like, "It looks like he's he's
3: going to be a tomcat on the prowl." Oh yeah, a How? tomcat.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, I love those. Yeah, that's that's Jack Lemon. That's his name. I think kind of what he's Walter's John name Sons. was. Uh, Max Goldman. Max, Goldman. there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep,
3: Max, yep. Tomcat yep. on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. The first and the second one, they were great. They were both funny.
3: Jake, you a Ford guy?
1: Uh, no, I'm more of a Molepark guy.
3: Hey, there you go. Ooh, <laughs> you
2: and Jeff got a lot in common now,
3: just not Metallica. It's, it's Dodge time.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Hey, there's, there's plenty to talk about there. We'd end up being here for another couple hours, though, in Podcast for All, sponsored by Mopar, and we're going to talk about, I don't know what you'd talk about.
1: How you win a free Hellcat, one of us.
2: That's true. Hey, my mom's thinking about buying a Trackhawk, so we'll see. A Trackhawk. That's the Jeep with the Hellcat engine in it. Woo! Woo! All right, back to Jump in the Fire. We got two more song, two more songs. We got two more questions here in the bonus round. Are you ready, Shane? born ready. Kirk says this song influenced his riff in Enter Sandman from this band's album. Name the band and the album.
1: Just reading an article and watching a video on this just not that long ago, too. It's, as soon as I hear it, it's going to be. Nope, that's not coming to me.
2: <laughs> if
3: you can name the band, I'd be happy with that.
2: Come on, with that singer's voice, that's that's iconic there.
3: It um, is, but
2: it isn't. What? It's hard. Everybody to, should know that voice. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you there. I could understand not under maybe not knowing the song or the album, but come on, the voice. You should know that voice. Anybody listening, if, if you but that if you song, disagree right but, in. But that but song it, is a tad different with his style. No, that's how he sang in that band a lot. Especially <sighs> in the earlier days. No, he's not I, clanking I, any spoons. I listen I listen to them. I like them. They're amazing. I miss them. I do too. I do.
1: I can't point my finger on it.
2: Little Soundgarden Jake. Louder Than Love is the album. How did that inspire the Sandman Riff? Okay. Hey Soundgarden did something right when you're inspiring arguably the most noticeable metal riff of the last three decades. Of all time. Doesn't mean it's the best song of all time, but it's definitely the most recognizable. By the way, since you rag on my Sandman
3: love so much and my Black Album <laughs> shout-outs, Ross Helfen at that Q&A in San Francisco talked about, guess what, listener fatigue. <laughs> Dude, he, he had a conversation with that Q&A in Frisco just like we do about some of the greatest songs but he's l- listened to them so many times that he just fucking vomits so enter sandman
2: must be one of them he was talking about puppets he was talking about one he was talking about nothing else matters but those songs are much better than enter sandman all of them that you just named uh nothing else matters is not better than sandman sorry what Elton John did not say, Enter Sandman, was one of the greatest songs ever written. Elton John nothing.
3: is busy hanging out with Rob Helford at the truck stop, Jeff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Back to jumping in the Fire. For the
3: record, before I get 85 hate train emails, I have a lot of good friends that are gay, so just know oh that this is all in good fun.
2: Shane's like, I love gay people. <laughs> I do. Oh. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Rob or Elton. They can hang out together if they want. (laughs) No, and when you read Rob Helford's book and you'll figure
3: out his sense of humor, it's funnier than shit when he talks about this stuff.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, if he's planning a full tour around that and then putting it in his autobiography, (laughs) he definitely has a sense of humor about it. That's for sure. All right. Last question in the bonus round, Jump in the Fire in an interview with Rolling Stone, Lars says this album and this song is among his favorites.
0: It's Sabbath.
1: It sure is. I. I gotta name the album, though, right? It's probably.
2: You can name the song and the album. You got this, Jake. You got this, man. Oh, God. Just to wrap it up, you got this.
1: It's gotta be from.
3: Great song.
2: That's a great song. <broadband kinds of audible> sounds like a load riff, mm-hmm. or maybe load sounds like a sound.
0: Oh, paw twisted. I'm talking to by four.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that actually fits a lot better. That's very close.
2: <trifling>
3: <Cat worldview> like that sludgy jazz shit.
2: I wish that it had a little bit more of that uh that melody that. This song has. I almost said the name of the song.
1: <laughs> I can't think of the
2: song. Unfortunately, sir, he, he said the name of the song in the in the first line of the song. Oh yeah, he did. You, I missed that. Do you, do you remember? Do you? <laughs> me, I don't think we can play it for you again, but you can <laughs> you can potentially go back and think about what he said. Do you remember what he said?
1: Hmm. No, oh, yeah, it's. Hey.
2: Shane likes to grade on a curve. He's going to give you another listen.
1: Hole in the Sky. There we hey, go. Look at there.
2: Dude. So we'll, we'll give okay. you half a point for getting Black Sabbath and Hole in the Sky. The okay. album is Sabotage. Sabotage.
1: Okay. okay. So
2: we'll, we'll give you the half point, but.
3: That could it, possibly be the hardest jump in the fire round we've ever had.
2: Uh, I,
3: Dude, the the Power Metal demo, Killing Joke, the OJs, Soundgarden, come on, that's everything that's basically non-Metallica. I,
2: I, I think the tough ones with this one would have been Junior Dad, the bass.
3: Jake got Junior Dad, that's the best part of this whole thing.
2: Power Metal would have been tough, Killing Joke, I would have got that, but I would have got the OJs, I knew that song. You
3: actually knew that? Yeah. Yeah. I knew the money, but I, I couldn't tell you the OJ's from OJ Simpson.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely I'm familiar with them. I would have gotten mm-hmm. Soundgarden. I don't know if I I would have got this. <laughs> I think I if I would have heard it again, I could have figured it out because I know Soundgarden pretty well. But and you then d- the you would have been one... able
3: to name louder than love. How about Killing Joke?
2: No, I would I don't think I would have got that. Nope. nope.
3: Dyer's Eve baseline.
2: That's what I said. So, the bass killing joke and the power metal, those ones would have been tough in Junior Dad, but the rest of them were pretty easy. I think you would have struggled with Johnny Got His Gun as well. No, I've, I've literally <laughs> seen that movie. Okay. <laughs> in its entirety? Yes. Wow. Yeah, when I first got into Metallica and, you know, I heard one, I saw the music video and all that, I wanted to see the movie. So, I rented it, found it at the old uh, Blockbuster when they were still. Letting you rent movies and whatnot, and yeah, I saw that, and I've seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest as well. Love that movie. Those are all classics. Very much so. Well, definitely oh, cuckoo's the nest. Hi. That song is. We Sabotage to... is a good album. I feel like it doesn't get enough credit. We need to have a Shane singing segment for the show. Yeah, can we call it like, huh? It's some kind of karaoke. We need. It's like a atfa karaoke live from Lionel
1: lakes yeah didn't metallica do that once didn't they carpool karaoke it was, well it was like that but they were listening to snippets of people singing their their songs and different you know yes. uh, and stuff I like thought that.
2: it. i thought it was when they were in yes, the car did. and james was singing rihanna singing diamonds that was the best thing I've ever seen in my life to see him <laughs> that singing was good. that type of music, and he knew every word too. That's what's great. That was the best part. James has got daughters, you know. He definitely knows Rihanna's music, especially oh, yeah. at that time period. So it's just it's great to see the old metal god himself singing that, singing pop music. It's <laughs> awesome. awesome.
3: Now I know I ruined everyone's image of the Kill 'Em All album last week with what I and think it line. looks like not mine i'm gonna ruin your carpool karaoke information that they weren't really driving that car was being towed
2: on a flatbed that doesn't surprise me (laughs) that part doesn't surprise me. i wanted james to be actually cruising through la james we know james is a car guy so he probably knows how to drive but we can't assume that all these famous people they get they have drivers that drive them everywhere well that's probably for the best let james drive the son of a bitch enough this flatbed fake crap James is too busy getting down with Rihanna, bro. I loved it. <laughs> They're all wearing seatbelts, too. It's like, yeah, okay. Hey, they, they had to make it look real. We're, we're all about safety. Safeway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, my God. Jake, what do you want to talk about? We've hijacked your hour and 12 minutes of you driving the Sean on Podcast for All. Is, is there something you want to discuss that we we haven't gotten to?
1: Well, there is one thing I'd like to do at least before the end, and that's thank a guy named Willis for selling me the extra ticket for the fortieth show. Willis. Yep.
2: Big shout out to him. What you talking about, Willis? Bruce, what you talking about, Willis?
1: A little nerd. I actually messaged you first. I remember telling you. That's that's right. You said screw Jake. I'm selling it to somebody else, and then so I had to find another ticket.
3: Screw <laughs> anyone from Minnesota. I'm selling this to somebody from
0: from
2: Florida,
3: Estonia. <laughs> Estonia, Finland, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: from Gibraltar. The crazy part—we were talking about this before. That's right. Jake emailed me because I had extras for sale because a, a you know fellow friend, bandmate, and co-host couldn't couldn't make it to the 40th anniversary. For I don't know
2: what you're talking about for crazy like
3: weekends. And then Jake, we ended up standing in line together, and you're like, "Hey, are you are you that guy with a familiar voice?" It's like, what are the odds of that? We're in line together to to get into the building.
2: Jake's like, there he is. There's that motherfucker that snubbed me on that ticket. <laughs> hey there, asshole. Remember me?
3: I keep hearing about this asshole talking about opening up with fan in 30 minutes from now. Where's my ticket? Yeah, where's my fucking ticket, bro? Hey, he got some oh. in the podcast for all picks, so I made it up to him.
1: I did. Thank you for that. You gave him to me, my brother, and my dad, actually.
3: Most welcome, man. Jeff doesn't even have one of those.
1: I don't. I really don't.
2: <laughs> but you know what's funny? You're not did one. I, I was going to say I was going to really piss off the rest of my band members and use atfa picks at our next show and throw them out. (laughs) What are
3: these from? (laughs) March twenty sixth, Club L A, Destin, Florida. They might they might be there. They might might be be present. They might be present. uh, Maybe maybe a few patches, a few picks, and uh, I'm actually thinking about the debut of
2: Fixer. Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you on that one. With three X's. Jake. Since we threw. Yeah, three X's. Jake, since we threw
3: Lulu and most of Saint, Saint Anger under the bus tonight, we cannot choose those, but do you have a song that should not be?
1: I do. Are we still doing it from their first four albums or five? What are we doing?
2: Hey, that's a true listener right there. That is a true listener. It's honestly, it's whatever you want it to be, excluding Saint Anger and Enter Sandman. But if you want to choose from the first five just to make it a little bit more difficult. I say go for it, but it's, it's really, it's up to you, man.
1: I feel like it's really hard. Cause like without all their songs, I kind of, you know, like missing one, even one song, it kind of just feels like you can't like appreciate all of them, but
2: it's okay. You can pick Ronnie if you just, you're looking for a throwaway.
1: <laughs> no, I, I was thinking Ronnie, but the more I think about it with, if that were to never be there, I feel like,
2: what would we rip on?
1: <laughs> right. True. <laughs> No, uh, for the first five albums, if we're including uh, the black album, I would go with "Don't Tread on Me." Ooh, I like that choice. If it were to be just the first four albums, I go with "Jump on the Fire" because I.
3: Wow, a lot of people have said that lately. Yeah, there's been two
2: or three people have said "jump." I don't. I can't say that I would choose "Jump" to leave "Kill 'Em All" over like Metal Militia. Right. Like I, feel like, I feel like I would pick Militia to get out of there before Jump in the Fire.
1: I I, I like Metal Militia. Hell yeah, man. I, I just like that a little bit more.
2: I like Metal Militia, but I love. I think I, the reason why I love Jump in the Fire is because it doesn't sound like any other Metallica song. Even off that record, like, it has just a little mm-hmm. bit of a different vibe to it, and I always liked it about that song. It's like it's
3: their but, disco like song. Like, five or six weeks ago, stats, I think. Stats, stats. When we brought up this first five, I actually said, I think I said Metal Militia. Yeah, We hear Jump a
2: lot. We do hear Jump a lot. A lot more than I feel like we should. We might have to start excluding Jump. After we start hearing all these songs multiple times, it's like, alright, now move on to something. Pretty soon, we're just going to get through every song. You have two songs to pick from. (laughs) I can see... Master
1: Puppets are one.
3: (laughs) (laughs) After watching the Black Album this summer for three shows, I can see... If Don't Tread on Me was the live version of that song. They do not play that live well at all.
1: Yep, I I seen them in it is, uh, Kentucky there and
3: Oh, a Louisville, Jake? Yep. Yeah, that was a rough take. I know ex- <laughs> That's exactly what I'm referring to actually. Not the Sacramento show. That Louisville show of Tread was not good at all.
2: I always felt like the chorus was a little off. Like, it starts off good, the verse sounds good. It's just weird. But then the the, the chorus just, I don't know, it's just not, I don't know. It doesn't tickle my fancy. It don't sound like the record and the swing ain't in time. Yeah, well, maybe they should have got a metronome.
3: (laughs) I don't know. Just like Struggle Within. Struggle Within was better, but it's it's just not a live song.
2: All right, Jake, you're an avid listener. Obviously, you're going to have to do an invoting for all. I've come up with a unique one. I've kind of gone back to the roots because I feel like lately some of the invoting for all segments I've done have been a little bit too heavy or a little bit too deep for people. So for this invoting for all, which tour name did you like better damage justice or wherever we may roam tour? Great question.
1: That is a that is a tough one
2: just based off the name right yeah just going off the name yeah we're just going off a tour name alone
1: i feel like all their most of their tour names are you know really good those are probably like two of the best honestly in my opinion Mm -hmm. i feel
2: like they're like the two most iconic that's a great question
1: the damage justice just sounds so so cool to me i'm gonna go with that it
2: it sounds aggressive yeah Mm -hmm. no i hear what you're saying you know, for this one, for me, it was actually really tough because initially I wanted to just automatically choose Damage Justice, which I think when all is said and done, I, I still, I don't know. The reason why I really like the Wherever We May Roam tour is just, you know, to play on words with obviously a song name from that record. But not only that, it's because of what that song is about. That song is also about being on the road. So it's like part of me wants to pick that because it's just so fitting, but it's hard. I don't know. Honestly, now after really thinking, I'm, I'm going to go with wherever we may roam. I really think it's it's the superior tour name. Shane?
3: I liked in 93 when they changed it to nowhere else left to roam.
2: Yes, I yep. agree. Uh-huh. How they kind of spun that around two or three times was cool. Because they they, it was a good play on words, and they were able to extend that tour with still keeping it, you know, relatively close to what the original name was.
3: Damage Justice is a badass name, though. But the thing it that's is. weird about Damage Justices, I always think of Damage Ink ending yeah, and-, and going into Justice, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But it was like you had the Damage
2: Ink tour, so why is there a Damage Justice tour now? Exactly. So I love the sound of the Damage Justice Tour. I love all of the the artwork and everything that came along with it. You know, it was just a great time, but it never really made sense because Damage Inc. is off of Master of Puppets. So why are they carrying that into the Justice? You know, and that's kind of why, you know, another reason I should say why Wherever We May Roam is, is a far superior tour name but Damage Justice does sound cool. It sure does. It's tough, so I'm going with Shit Hits the Sheds. Shit Hits the Sheds. I, I love that one. <laughs> I love that one.
3: Wherever We May Roam versus Damage Justice. And Voting for All pulls open early Thursday morning, closing late Thursday night with results on Friday. Before we hang up, I have to tell you my free speech for the dumb moment that we were going to get to an hour and 22 minutes ago, but then we got totally carried away. In Lionel Lakes, Jake's making sure the prison doesn't empty out into his backyard, and you guys are (laughs) trying to stay above zero and keep from getting rear-ended at 40 miles an hour in a Toyota Corolla. Trying. Free speech for the dumb moment. I learned that the video is five years old, but I just saw it before we signed on. A man (laughs)
2: is attempting to shoot himself in the mouth with a paintball gun. You sent me that video, and man, that was absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, the
3: anticipation grows because it takes about a minute as he's holding the barrel of the gun to his lips before he gets the gun to work.
1: <laughs> oh, my and God. And this has
3: been like a viral u- – Jake, have you seen this video?
1: I have not. I'm
2: going to have to look it up after this.
3: Just YouTube. Shane,
2: Shane will send it to you. It's good <laughs> stuff.
3: Man. Yeah, shot in mouth, paintball gun. It's just – total dork sitting in his recliner wearing like a star wars shirt and he's a big boy he's a big boy he looks like he hasn't left his parents basement in 30 years and it's just that kind of dude and he pulls the trigger and his reaction is just fucking priceless and usually this is about free speech and what people say or do or write but this is this takes the cake this week. Go YouTube, but it. it's worth a great laugh for 40 seconds of your day.
2: Um, yeah, it might take the cake until I talk about my free speech. And Uh-oh. you know what? I sure hope that I don't piss off too many people here, Uh-oh. but the hate, the hate train might come in next week. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> free speech for the dumb. Dumbest thing I've seen on the internet in the last week. The whole... Spotify, Joe Rogan, Neil Young, controversy.
3: You win. You win. You're right. I totally forgot about that.
2: Dumbest thing I've seen. And now, just before we signed on here, (laughs) Stills and Nash decided they're joining in with it. That's fine. Fuck them. Fuck them all. But you know what? It it, it drives me nuts because, especially all the people that are commenting, I keep seeing this same fucking thing pop up over and over again oh he's a comedian he's an mma commentator he can't be giving out medical advice it's misinformation misinformation is what they keep saying right it's all bullshit what i want to tell these people is tell me you've never listened to joe rogan without telling me you've never listened to joe rogan because he literally has never he doesn't claim to be a fucking medical genius he tells people to go out and figure it out for (laughs) yourself and that's, he's a very fair interviewer. Yes. He's had, he's a, he, he doesn't just have people from one side on his show. And I don't know this whole controversy with the Spotify thing, I think is probably the dumbest thing I've seen recently.
3: You win Jeff. I, I totally forgot about that. Cause it's, you know, my attention spans about 30 minutes that happened three days ago.
2: right right but it's still very relevant and it seems like more artists are following and i'm i'm really kind of disappointed that someone who writes a song about keep on rocking in the free world wants to (laughs) censor wants to censor someone and you know it's funny when did like these rock and roll stars these rock stars all of a sudden you know start wanting to listen to what the, the government and all of that say, I thought that was the whole point of Rock and Roll is like the anti-establishment, you know? Yeah, like, Tom Morello. Especially, that was, that was just- especially coming from like Neil Young's era, you know, the 60s and 70s, that was like total rebellious times. But now all of a sudden it's like, as soon as someone disagrees with what the mainstream government says, now you're public enemy number one for having an opinion. And I think it's absolute bullshit. Very well said. All I'm going to say... Mm-hmm. I'm glad Metallica stays
3: out of current yes, me too. political events. I'm 99% sure all of us know which way James sways, which way Kirk sways, and Lars sways.
2: Rob, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Rob's just too quiet and too chill.
2: Rob Rob could go either way. Rob could go either way. <laughs>
3: I'm pretty sure I know which way he goes. <laughs> and his wife. But Well, his wife for sure. <laughs> at the end of the day we're listening to music we're watching Mm -hmm. concerts we're going to concerts we're traveling to the 40th anniversary we're talking on podcasts we're buying concert tickets we're gonna go see jeff tate tomorrow night play empire and during all of that i don't want to fucking talk about what's on cnn fox news spotify Mm -hmm. msnbc just stop and i've got some pretty heavy political opinions but when we're having fun talking about metallica and going to shows neil young people don't care and if and if your music's off spotify we don't care about that either. we don't care because when you get 2.5 million downloads on spotify you make about two dollars
2: right exactly and it's not like he needs the money anyways spotify (laughs) rips off artists if Joe rogan
3: dropped off of spotify it wouldn't fathom
2: it it wouldn't it might it might affect spotify a little bit
3: a little bit but you still got the other fifteen thousand podcast platforms that you're on so all of this is just a wash at the end of the day and it's just ridiculous and get on with enjoying the music that you like to watch listen hear go see live shows quit the nonsense
2: yep i agree
3: i know i got tongue twisted there but it just fires me up when i saw that whole neil young thing i'm like dude just just go away.
2: Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, just, just leave it alone. Just go away. Just go see one, the only tribute play fixture in Destin, Florida. Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I may not agree with Neil's political views, but if he wants to come check out one in Destin, Florida, right. We welcome you with open arms, my friend. We'll <laughs> welcome you all within our hands. All within our hands. <laughs> even though Jeff, even though Jeff does not like <laughs> the Helping Hands album artwork. Hey, I didn't say I didn't <laughs> like it. It was just my least favorite. It was last. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah.
3: Since when does, you know, Neil Young and Tom Morello start listening to the government? Exactly. (laughs) Rage has been against the government since they started. And now Tom Morello is getting on this Neil Young Spotify kick. It's like, dude, make your mind up.
2: Like, you guys are all affiliated. You know what? You can never make them happy. It's, 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 there's always going to be something, man. It's always going to be something. Turn the news off, crank your rage, crank your. Crosby Steels and younger. It's crank Crosby, your ma- no Crosby Steels, Nash, and Rogan now. And Rogan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> crank the music, quank the, uh, crank the well, crank the <laughs> Queen's and just get over it.
2: Yep. Well said. Well said.
3: Jake, we just babbled for 10 minutes. Is there anything <laughs> you'd like to add about Spotify and Crosby Steels and fucking Joe? <laughs>
1: No, but uh, if you know you want to hear a song about Joe Biden, you got to go listen to the new Kid Rock song. Just came out. That I have heard.
2: (laughs) Kid, kids on—he's on a whole. Kid's got a lot of
3: tour dates in Florida coming up because he he said he's not going to play at arenas that require uh, negative test or the vaccine. That might affect Mm -hmm. his uh, tour routing.
2: I don't think it's gonna. It'll affect his tour routing, but he'll just go to other places. And I think he's going to sell well because of that. I do too. I mean, I think... Devil I think, without a
3: vaccine. I'm going platinum.
2: He's doing it. It seems like Aaron Lewis is doing it because I noticed that the, all the dates that he's announced, it's very few up in this area, Minnesota, Chicago, New York area, which I mean, I don't blame him if he doesn't. He's at that level now where... If he doesn't agree with it, he doesn't have to come here. And that's that's his right. So it is what it is. Yep.
3: Money, 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 money.
2: It's money. all about money. money. All about the OJs. Hey, you know what they say. If it don't make money, it don't make sense.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by Jeff <laughs> Winslow and Jake Tower from the
2: <laughs> Sub-Zero, Minnesota. That cold gets to their brains, people. Hey, we're smart up here. We can We can survive. We can acclimate.
1: It's always seventy-one degrees in the house. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> good point. October through April, seventy-four in my house in the winter. I like it warm.
3: Jake, so much. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thanks for reaching yes. out.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you guys for having me.
3: Thanks for saying hello to my dumbass in line. Saying I know that annoying
1: voice. If I was gonna.
2: It's a good thing you did because who knows if you would have made it on. Exactly. Next <laughs> I time I was
1: gonna ask where Jeff was, but like, <laughs> it, 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 I totally spaced it. I figured out oh, you must have just went to the first show. But then I found out later. Jeff is—he's
2: saving uh-huh. his pennies for the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for S and M three. I'm waiting for Saint Anger <laughs> in its entirety. <laughs> After Lord Reload and Garage Inc. Hey, don't worry, because in a couple of years, I'll be hanging out with James and Lars when they retire. Yep. Then that's when that's when the real party starts. Everyone's all talking about going to shows now. Just wait. Me and Shane have it planned. That's true. We'll be hanging out with them when they retire. That's when the when the real party starts. Playing St. Anger in its entirety at the Lionel Lakes prison. Yeah. We'll be we'll film our own St. Anger video. Yep. Back that crown Victorian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they they will not negotiate. No What's that, Jake? <laughs> they will not negotiate for the release of you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> in the yeah, unlikely you know, highly event, we will not release you.
2: San Quentin, Lionel Lakes, same thing. Same thing. Give or
3: take. <laughs> got some tall walls.
2: <laughs> they got, they've got some some fences and some barbed wire. I've always thought prisoners should practice pole vaulting. <laughs> there, there's a reason why they don't allow them to do that. They actually used right. to have it, but great. they found that it was it was becoming too beneficial to their escape, so they kind of took it out of wreck time. I think I... Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rec Time, brought to you by Rob Helford.
0: <laughs> Elton John. <laughs>
3: oh, my God, it's getting late.
2: Oh, man, yeah, it's time, it's time to be done. What an episode.
3: Jake, thanks uh, again. Keep in touch. You're probably going to go over to Jeff's house tomorrow since you're uh, neighbors. Jeff, do you have anything
2: else? No, man, it's been one hell of an episode. Thanks again, Jake. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you at some shows coming up here.
1: Yep, thanks again for having me on. I will get to one of your shows this summer. We'll be back here
2: in, in Minnesota at some point. Soon.
1: Looking forward to it.
2: Season 7, Episode 5.
3: Jeff, stay warm, don't get rear-ended, and check you next week, bro. Check you later. Later. There's
0: nowhere else I can run to. She's wretched but she comforts me.